0: With a look back over the weekend sports action, this is Full Time on Or with Sinead Cho. Welcome along to full time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Hope you're all doing well on this Monday evening. Hope I find you in good form. Uh, I'm sure plenty of you are still celebrating after Kilkenny's great win in the Camogie final last weekend. And if you are, I don't blame you. Uh, we had a great we had a great time down at the courthouse last weekend. Obviously, talking to all of the fans down there, there was a huge crowd. Uh, it was great to see that the girls had such a warm welcome home to Kilkenny, and we were of course speaking into Brian Dowling as well and some of the players so again congratulations uh, to the Kilkenny Senior Camogie team uh, the management all the backroom team and um, as well but coming up on the show today as always we have a jam-packed show lots to fit into the next hour uh, coming up we're going to be talking about the Carlo Senior Football Championship which kicks off this weekend I'm going to be having a chat with Carlo football legend Willie Quinlan uh, he's been on the show many many times before always enjoy my chats with uh, with Willie so that's coming up in part two of Full Time I'm also going to be speaking to a lady named Sabrina Kelly as well and she's going to be visiting along with her son Shane all of the GAA county grounds around the country so in the space of six days she's going to be travelling the length and breadth of the country with her son Shane to raise funds for a very worthy cause for Temple Street so she'll be telling us a little bit about kind of her story Shane's story um, how and why they decided to take this trip around the country so definitely want to stay tuned for later on that's coming up towards the end of the show around or about 10 to 7 um, but first the eagerly anticipated Ross Namon is going to be taking place right here in Kilkenny in three weeks time uh, it's going to be the 16th year of the event and just before coming on air I spoke to Declan Quigley who is head of media for Ross Neman the countdown is really on now anyway for Ross Neumann kicking off on the 8th of September not long to go now yeah
1: just over three weeks and oh my god uh, don't tell me that because we've got, we've got so much to do but much done already and we're certainly looking forward to it it's the 16th edition of the race and uh, yet yeah, another year in Kilkenny we get a fantastic welcome in Kilkenny in from, from everyone Kilkenny County Council uh, always really really receptive uh, the Gardaí and all the stakeholders and everyone involved it's just uh, it really is it just feels nice, you know, to be welcomed, it's, and and it just seems like uh, a town and county that are really organised for big events. And uh, yeah, it makes us step up to the plate and try and produce something that's really worthy of the of the effort that's put in by so many.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm a I'm actually a Wexford woman myself, but I can, uh, I I can testify that definitely Kilkenny people are very very welcoming, and um, I think they're they're known for their their hospitality. Uh, but what a privilege even,
1: for. Even Welcome
0: Wexford people. They even, like. they even um, welcome their neighbours in Wexford. Yeah, they surely do. But uh, yeah, uh, Declan, it's a, it's a five day uh, race. Would you mind just kind of breaking down the stages day by day for us? Yeah.
1: Interna- yeah it's an international stage race for women as before similar in format it's uh, teams of five uh, it's something in around about 100-120 riders will be uh, in Kilkenny from the 7th of September onwards it's Wednesday the 7th first stage is going to we'll be heading out of uh, Kilkenny. we're in the Hoban Hotel now it's a, a new uh, base for us this year and we'll be heading to Callum uh, we uh, had a first stage in K- Callum last year the is very very popular we tweaked the route ever so slightly this year and it's a set 75 kilometer uh, battle and that will uh, take them through Danesford, Stonyford and October Kilmagani Windgap and then uh, then into Callan and then uh, on the Thursday the second day we race to Inishtig and up to Woodstock it's an absolute. It's one we've been talking about for years and we're really excited it's a brand new stage for us and um, just under 90k of racing and a bit of a bit of a grip in the tail of that one they head out of uh, Kilkenny, Kells, Southern Mannequin uh, Thomas in Inishtig and then we loop around the road Greg and Thomas Denman back into Enishti up that little ramp which is a bit of a wall actually if you've, if you've been up it on your bike and then into uh, uh, into Woodstock and we finish. we got through the gates and through that sort of finale and up to the old house and it's, it's going to be a really really uh, epic conclusion a really beautiful finale uh, that's Thursday then uh, Friday we, um, we're in Leash we have uh, Port Leash to uh, Wolf Trap and on the and that's, that's our um, Queen stage it's got big mountains uh, just under 100 of racing there. Then uh, on Saturday is our Piltown stage. It's been quite popular over the last few years. Uh, traditionally the first or the second stage now. So we've moved it to Saturday. Um, again, just over 90k of racing. Kilkenny and uh, down to Stonyford, in October, Ballyhale, Molnavath, Piltown. We've got two laps of the circus. So several opportunities for uh, the fans in Piltown to see the riders as they, as they head up to the hill in Temple That always produces a big selection actually. A lot of riders who will uh, you know, be contending for overall victory, they need to be mindful because it's going to be a split. And then on Sunday, it's the big one because we've re- we've radically rejigged our uh, our sort of calendar and our order of the routes this year and uh, on the so we put our traditional city centre criterium race in Kilkenny City on the Sunday and we'll, it's going to be our final stage so it's a big sort of crescendo it's the fastest group stage of the week and it's preceded by the uh, individual time trial it's a new individual time trial we have just uh, two and a half kilometers and it routes around Kilkenny Castle and then back to the, to the main entrance it's, it's an absolutely superb technical, demanding, difficult incredibly short, incredibly fast and that's an individual time trial again watch. That's in the morning at 9am the criterium is on at 1 o'clock later on and in between we've got Fela ross and it's, again this is something we've been planning for years and we're, we're delighted that Sport uh, um, Ireland uh, Cycling and, and of course the stakeholders in Plakennie particularly Plakennie County Council and uh, and the local sports partnership have come together to enable us to put on a Fela Ross-Namon and it's, it's a festival for all the family. It's, uh, it's an opportunity for people, there'll be family cycles, there'll be an opportunity for the young riders to try and ride the uh the route of the criterion later on at controlled but very fast speed so we're looking to train riders up show them what it's like to ride in a group and have that experience We've got bike maintenance courses we've got uh gosh make me a list and make me a list too we've got uh drumming classes there's all sorts of you know bike art as well we're going to it's a really wonderful day out on the parade in kilkenny on uh, Sunday the 6th uh, 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 sorry, Sunday the 11th of September and that's uh, it's something we've been planning for years and we're really thrilled and excited about it
0: Yeah, and I've heard so much great things about it and just to kind of backtrack a little bit uh, Declan, just on that time trial there I believe that the roads won't be closed for most of the, the event but for that time trial where there's the loop it is the, the roads are going to be closed for that is that right?
1: Yeah, we've, we've got a road closure and we're working closely with Kilkenny uh, County Council and they've come up with a plan that will sort of minimise the, uh, the restrictions. But the, the, the time travel will only take about an hour and then we've got the criterium uh, roads are also closed late in the afternoon uh, for just over an hour, but a couple of hours. And then in between, we've got all the activity that's happening in the in and around the circuit as well. So there are road closures in operation. There will be notices up. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean it's, it's, I mean, it's a festival atmosphere. It's going to be it's going to be great and come on down it's something for all the family but we're really looking forward to seeing as many kids as possible get out on the bikes with the, with the rest of the family and, uh, and experience
0: Definitely and, and to promote the sport of cycling as well um, just to get out there with your kids and, and observe this great spectacle uh, I just want to ask you as well Declan um, just in relation to who this race is open to then is it all kind of like are, are they mainly amateurs or is there is there professionals in there or who who exactly qualifies for for this race?
1: Yeah, I mean is uh, not something you just say oh i'll I'll sign up I'll just uh, click the old event right and go and it's not quite the same as a participation event It's not quite the same as doing something like um, a big city centre marathon. This is top class international cycle, road race cycling um, we've got the very best riders in Ireland that will face off against top European professionals. Not everyone is a professional in the race. there are um you know hard working and hard trying amateurs who, who make this sport um, but everyone in it. Is, is you know, skilled and, and has, has been racing, uh, doing a lot of road racing for many a long year. So it's um, it's top level competition. It's not always understood, actually, that you've got different categories of, of bike events. And some, you know, long distance, one day cycle events are arduous and difficult, but not necessarily races. You're challenging yourself against the route. This is one where you're challenging yourself against the route, but more particularly against the other competitors. It's a team event as well. So uh, teams of five riders and we'll have riders from all over the world we've got at least two teams coming from the US we've got teams coming from Kuwait uh, all over Europe as usual Um, Belgium, the Netherlands uh, various parts of Scandinavia and we always get great support from the United Kingdom, the Brits come over and absolutely love this event, there's nothing like it in Britain, Um, they don't have this level of competition for their club teams and for their continental level teams available to them Uh, and and the fact that we've been producing it every year now for 16 years years, they've, uh, they've their drugs. yeah.
2: They've
0: yeah, that was going to be my next question to you, uh, Declan, actually, was how is this event viewed, uh, you know, um, from an international perspective?
2: It
1: slots in um, just ahead of the World Championships each year. Preparations this year in the World Championships are out right? in um, Australia. That, that, well, I'm not sure how that's going to change things, but certainly it comes in ahead of the World Championships every year. And many teams use it as a prep event for that, particularly for the developing riders, for juniors, and for uh, riders coming into elite. You know, relatively early on. And traditionally, teams like um, Team GP, who've come for many years, they would have one or two of their senior elite riders there to help. Some of their emerging talents so it's uh, it, is, uh, it has established itself as a very very important preparation event for riders going on in their career uh, but also with the immediacy of, of it being quite a useful prep event for the World Championships and uh, it's a nice slot in the calendar we have and, and we've received all sorts of plaudits and accolades and we're, you know, we're grateful for that um, For that it keeps us encouraged and as a, I mean, we are a volunteer committee um, that have been putting this together and it's it, it exists for the greater Good of Irish cycle racing it's for our Irish competitors and our best Irish competitors are able to go toe-to-toe and compare themselves against top international competition year in, year out. And, uh, but it's, it's, that's what it exists for. We should h- hasn't been confirmed yet, but we should have an Irish team. Um, not sure what the composition of the Irish team is going to be. We also have uh, I believe there's a good chance there'll be a team coming from Belgium, so I think there's a fair chance we should have some Kilkenny uh, participation and I think there's a fair chance that Mia Griffin will be, um, you know, strutting her stuff and showing showcasing her ability. I've had the pleasure actually of commentating on her performances in the European uh, Track Cycling Championships this week in Munich, and uh, Mia's on flying form. She did really well in the in the points race yesterday, and uh, Mia from Glenmore, she's she's on an upward t- trajectory. She finished second in the Irish National Road Race Championships this year. She finished second, agonising second, Great, in so. the final stage of Rostamov last year, and it was. So, so close, and I think she really wants that stage win.
0: Yeah, and will there be any Carlo uh, racers, Declan?
1: I don't know is the straight answer uh, don't rule it out It's, it's uh, there's every possibility we'll have one or two Barrow Road Club competitors uh, there or thereabouts the, the entries are open right up until uh, just a week before the event so I mean, we, there's a closing date for team entries but then rider entries can can be changed or rider rosters can be changed right up until the week of the event but yeah, you never know
0: Great, so there's still time for people to register if they wanted to but uh, another thing I want to ask you as well you know I mentioned earlier such a privilege for the county of Kilkenny to host this event, uh, but why? Do, why, in your opinion, like was Kilkenny chosen as the venue? Yeah, I
1: mean, the race has been uh, all over the country at this uh, at this point. It started in Dublin, went to kildare went from there to uh, Kerry for a few years, from there from there to Clare. But uh, for the last five years or so, we've been based in Kilkenny, and we've been such a terrific welcome and such a great integration with all of the stakeholders. Kilkenny County Council have really been must supportive. They look after the uh, um, supporting the uh, well, the race in general, but also they sponsor the Best Irish Rider Competition. So watch out for that uh, green jersey in the in the peloton. Um, the the Gardaí and just about everyone uh, in the local businesses, etc. So just it's the welcome. It's the sense that uh, you're wanted and it just makes it so much easier for us as a volunteer committee to sort of get this race organised. It's a 12-month programme to try and make a plan. We're all ma- already making plans for, for next year's event as well. So yeah, I mean, it's and um, the roads are terrific. The scenery is really beautiful. And it's, um, you know, we have a TV show that we make every year for this, and uh, we make daily highlights videos and various other uh, media jo- uh, work that's going on around the event. And it is visually very stimulating. It's a beautiful sport in a beautiful location, and Kilkenny's K- perfect for it.
0: Yeah, and Declan, just finally, then, just before I let you go, which team is being tipped to win it this year?
1: Well, I mean, uh, assuming the Irish national team does enter, and I'm given to understand that there will be an Irish national. I think it's time that we had another Irish win we've got to go all the way back to 2013 and Livia Dillon's win and she was a member of the Irish national team uh, at that time uh, I'm not sure what team Mia Griffin's going to be on I'm, always, I'm kind of assuming she will be involved but I think she could certainly be there thereabouts in the heel of the hunt and I'm certainly up for a stage win it's actually several years since we've had an Irish stage victory so I think that's a little box that needs to be ticked as well so yeah we I mean, watch out for the national team they'll certainly get plenty of support we've got regional teams as well from, uh, from the province we've also got the best club teams from Ireland and I mean obviously when you're looking at what's coming from Belgium and and the United Kingdom and the United States of America last year they sent two really strong teams so we'll see see. but you know I think the Irish national team have a good chance This
0: Brilliant stuff and uh, Declan if anyone wants to get any more information is there any website that they can visit?
1: Yeah, Rossnamon.com, always uh, there. We've got full route details uh, and you can see exactly where we're going to be all the way through to Sunday and sailor Rossnamon, bring the whole family down. It's road closure, uh, I, I understand, operating from 9 until 3pm and all of those details will be available in the local press and, and online. But com for all the route details.
0: That's brilliant stuff, Declan. Thanks so much for that. Cheers, Sinead. Thanks a that was uh, Declan Quigley there he's the head of media for Ross Namon. so that's going to be taking place now in three weeks time right here in Kilkenny just before I go to a quick ad break and then going to come back I'm going to be speaking to uh, Carlo Legend Willie Quinlan in just a second but just before I do that I just want to make uh, the listeners out there just aware of a missing dog in the Arch Archers Wrath area near Clara in Kilkenny so it's a black and white female dog uh, went missing at about lunchtime today and the dog is a mix of a sheepdog and uh, a cocker spaniel about 5 or 6 years old she is wearing a pink collar with a black box pendant um, and responds to the name Missy so do get in contact if you've seen this missing dog uh, so that we can return it to its owner the number here at KCLR KCLR056779620 Zero. Now we're going to take a quick ad break, and as I said, coming up after the break, we're going to be speaking to a friend of the show, a been on with us many, many times before, Willie Quinlan. Full time on KCLOR, with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at LaHarts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Lahard'sVolkswagen.ie full-time on KCLO with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahard's, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Lahard'sVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to full-time now the Carlow Senior Football Championship kicks off this weekend and someone who is eagerly awaiting its return is former Carlo footballer and era Oog man Willie Quinlan and he joins me on the line now Willie how are you getting on?
3: not vaccinating yourself
0: Good, good not too bad uh, Willie as I said there just in the introduction it's all kicking off quite literally uh, this weekend your own is going to be they're going to be taking on Bagnall St. Gales now uh, this Friday so I'm sure that that's one that you're definitely looking forward to Yeah
2: definitely
3: looking forward to it but um, Aeroog this year have, have lost a couple of players through injury and a couple of players have, that are actually going away and probably won't be around for the championship so um, it, it brings it fairly you know down to level obviously still be would still be favoured but uh, Bagnestown would be very fit from the Hurland lots of those guys involved in the Hurland final there last weekend and uh, they have a team very good, very good footballers on it so I think it'll be a tough game for aero if, if they get out with the two points uh, they could be very lucky actually with the amount of players that are losing they have a lot of young players coming forward themselves but just not probably right yet maybe it takes a year or two to come through to senior level but um should be, should be a good game looking forward to it um that's falling on Friday night Sinead, yeah
0: Yeah and sir you were saying that you've lost a few of them they're are they? They're gone gone away they're just not available for the year is it uh, is it Willie Yeah well a couple
3: of players have, have uh, oh, the likes of Owen Root who would have been in inter-county footballer there the last couple of years is heading to Australia um, Ross Dumpy another inter-county player I think he's heading that direction as well um, Jordan Morris is injured Dara Bryan is injured Chris Blake is injured so it's probably five or six guys off last year's starting team that that are not around as I said they, they did win under 20 last year in the minors, so they have a lot of young guys around but it's going to take a while for them to bet in and, and I don't think it'll be too easy for them on Friday night
0: yeah actually sorry just before I, I, I continue on there's just a little bit of an echo there um, at the moment Willie it's not on speaker by any chance is it or
3: no, I'm I'm actually caught in a in a thunderstorm. Oh, are you? Yeah, at the minute it's lashing rain. Oh god! Where I am, and just standing in all the way. So
0: I know you're you're very good for taking the call now in in the middle no of all that. It's one of those. Uh, yeah, we, we thought that we were going to escape, but it. it was you know they've been they've been threatening that thunderstorm all day, and it finally wait, came. Wait, wait. It did arrive. Let well,
3: me try something else. In here. One second. Yeah,
0: no problem. Um, so, yeah, we're just talking for for if you're just tuning in now. Um, I'm talking to Willie Quinlan, of course, former Carlo footballer, Air, Air Og, uh, club man as well. Just talking about uh, the Carlo Senior Football Championship, which is kicking off uh, this weekend. Uh, we just mentioned Air Og, they're going to be playing Bagnellstown Gales now on Friday night. The other game that's going to be played on Friday as well is Palatine GAA. They're going to be taking on Mount Leinster Rangers. So, two good games coming up on Friday um, and then on Saturday then we have Ballon Branagh GAA and uh, Tin Ryland uh, they're going to be playing on Saturday and then Old Lachlan versus Ratville as well on Saturday um,
3: Are you there
0: now Sinead? I am perfect timing there Willie yep. <laughs> how, how are you getting on now?
3: Yeah, grand. Okay, I can perfect.
0: Hear you now? Yeah, no, I can hear you perfectly now. Um, yeah, like just to kind of go back on that, like you know, you were saying about losing a lot of players. Um, I know a lot of them, it's a uh, nothing can be done about. Like it's it's due to injury, but a lot of you know players choosing to maybe go abroad. Do you think that's something that I really wanted to kind of touch on with you as well? Um, Willie Jordan this this interview was a split season. Do you think a lot of that, like players choosing to go abroad? You know, you mentioned over to Australia and others. A lot of lads gone over to um, America as well. Is that a lot to do with the split season? Do you think, Willie?
3: Um, I, I'm not sure. It, it could possibly be with with a lot of players because there is a lot of players that are playing championship football in America this year. But you have to say fair play to them because they're being flown out, they're being looked after, they're getting a few bobs to play, uh, they're enjoying the lifestyle out there, and they're trying something different. Um, if I had it all again, I'd probably do the same myself. So. I know it can be a split season we did touch on the Colin Maroak thing in the independent there yesterday and you know he was saying quite the same that he was looking for our league to be pushed a month further and the championship to be pushed a month further so it wouldn't be that much of a split season but he has his point of view but in fairness you can't blame players you know that are playing an amateur game Uh, if a club gets in touch with them and and asks them to get involved with whichever club in America and they get looked after and get a few bob for coming back I mean it's fair play to them if they can get it I think they are
0: probably raise it you know on this day and age you know that's, that's it uh, Willie and like you know it's uh, it just to kind of allows inter-county players just to kind of have a little bit more of a balance in, in their lives and I, I know I spoke there um, uh, last week I was speaking to Mouse Kavanagh and he's over in San Francisco as well and he was just saying look it's ideal for me now at the minute because he came home for the county final um, and then I think a couple of days later and he was able to go back over to San Francisco and they're, they're going to be facing far now the Wexford Champions in 14 week weeks time so you know he can still enjoy that uh, experience in America for another couple of weeks and then come home you know with still plenty of time to spare before they really kind of get into um into the depths of train and then for getting ready for the, for Leinster so do you know like I know you were saying there as really like if you if you had it back in your time it's something that you probably would have jumped that.
3: Yeah. The, the only the, the thing about Carlo and it's after happening the last three years is they play off the hurling the hurling the championship first. Now Mouse is probably lucky because he's been flown out and be looked after out there, but what about the the other twenty hurlers that are back in, in Carlo and his club and are getting no championship hurling for another fourteen weeks and then they turn up and they have to play the the Webster champions. Um I think it's it's bad timing on, on with a whoever whoever has has put up the games that way because football starts now and the weather is about to change I was, we're leading into the cold weather and uh, we're starting our football championship and last year if you look at Rafilli they, they won the championship uh, for the uh, time in a couple of years probably celebrated a little bit much but the following week Sinead they ended up playing St Martins in Loud and they had a week to prepare for it so I think they're going to, Carlo in general and I'm not saying other counties do something different but Carlo in general are going to have to look if they were a small county they could, could run the hurling alongside with the football and it doesn't leave as big as gaps uh, for the hurling championship or and the same for the football that at least the footballers that have a couple of weeks to prepare for their club championship and their hurlers wouldn't have as much time because you can play all the practice matches as you like but, and the training sessions but there's nothing like playing championship matches and if you're playing a team that's only got out of the championship a couple of weeks as well or a couple of months and this, ha- this year I suppose we're lucky because the Wexford champions uh, have played already, so they have to wait fourteen weeks as well. But it's a long, long time to be waiting to play in the club championship.
0: It's a very long time, and like uh, you know, the the different county boards have approached the split season, you know, in various ways. And as you mentioned, Derry uh, really Willie Carlow have decided to to run off the hurling first and then played the the football afterwards. Why do you why do you think they came to that decision to do that? Traditionally, they would have played the hurling and the football side by side.
3: Yeah, it was decided when COVID came. They decided um, that it was going to be hurling one year played first, and then football the following year. So whoever decided played the hurling one year, and it seemed to work out for them. And um, decided then the following year to do the same, and they're doing the same this year. But it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult even when the the league was over in Carlo a couple of months ago, and now you have maybe three months to wait for your football championship. It's hard to keep guys interested and this is also why guys are deciding here sir sure, I'll go away and maybe play a bit of football in America or play somewhere else so it, it has a has a big bearing on it as well that if you're waiting three months to play your first round of your, of your club championship it, it's very hard to keep focus uh, as a team and as a club to for for three months away whereas if you finish your league and you're saying right lads we have a month away maybe six weeks away we do X amount of training for four weeks and then we're back into it two weeks to go to the championship we'll, we'll uh, to say build it up from there but when you have to tell lads well we're not playing the first round for three months it's very difficult to keep lads interested I don't know why they've come to the conclusion in playing hurling hurling one you know, first and then football second. But everyone thought at the start it was going to be hurling one year and then then do the football the following year. But that doesn't didn't happen this year or didn't happen last year either.
0: Yeah, and it's one thing like you like you said, there, really as well. Like it's one thing kind of keeping them interested, but kind of keeping them fit as well because, like you mentioned, nothing really can replicate a competitive match.
3: No, definitely not. And I, I can see what's an even bigger thing that's happening now because. Uh, soccer clubs I see soccer clubs that are starting back their training pre-season training you'll have guys that play soccer and Gaelic like I know everyone will say well, if you're playing senior football you probably end up won't, you won't play soccer but there are guys that do play at both and if you if you play soccer you know you're training two nights a week but when that starts you have a match every single Sunday until that stops and the GAA you know, they just don't have that they have what we're saying Carlo you probably have three or four games before you get to the quarter finals. Uh, you're into a, what, a final, semi-final and the final you might end up only playing six championship games where soccer will give you a game week in, week out every, every Sunday or every Saturday uh, you play your game and that's taken a bit from our own GA as well
0: Willie just speaking about you know uh, initiatives brought in by the GAA another I suppose initiative that's still in its infancy is the Talton Cup. I know that I spoke uh, about the Talton Cup um before on the show with you um and you were very much kind of you know in in favor of it and thought that it was a good idea. Do you still feel the same about the Talton Cup?
3: Yeah, I think it was an absolute brilliant idea. I think probably the best one of the best games of the year. What was the thing of the Italian Cup where Westmead and Cavan it had everything it was open football it was end to end there were some fantastic scores um where you get into the the senior i suppose the lencer and uh, well, especially up north where it's very very defensive it's very difficult to to watch a game like that where the italian cup you know it brought some fantastic games there was other games the semi finals were excellent as well and um westmead definitely deserved deserved to win it and if you ask them about the Talchin club, that you know, they really celebrated, they were dancing in the streets in Westmead after it and rightly so it was there all Ireland and I think, you know, the the bottom two two grades for division three and division four have a great chance of getting to Court Park, you know, w- winning some silverware and maybe pushing on the following year and trying to get to Division 2 in the league and improve, improving in their own championship so I think it was a fantastic idea yeah. uh, looking forward to it again next year
0: Yeah and really, like anyone that would have kind of been a bit sceptical about uh, the Talton Cup and you know questioned how meaningful it would be to the counties involved I think they got their answer when they, when they saw those scenes in Westmead
3: Yeah definitely did and we, we spoke about this earlier on and what, what did we think and I have said to you people don't like change and people are thinking that they're dividing it into you know second tier football I think they were just giving the the likes of Division 3 and Division 4 teams a chance to, you know to play for something other than playing in in the championship I mean if you're from the likes of Carlo the likes of Westmead the likes of Leash and you know, all Wicklow them teams you know, being realistic, you're you're not gonna win in all Ireland because it's probably the top ten teams in, in division one are, are one of the, one of them are going to come out of that division. Unless next year were they're doubling or division two and they end up winning it because 'cause they're never far away. So being realistic, you go and play in your championship which everyone deserves, but when you came back to play in the Taljun Cup, I I think it was a great idea and I think it re- worked really, really well and Anyone that 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 ends up winning, especially Westmead, as we said, dancing in in Mullingar, I think it was fantastic for them, and it'd be great for for you know the likes of Carlo, the likes of Leash, and all the surrounding counties to get into that final next year and maybe win it as well.
0: I was just going to say to you, Willie, do you think that you know this is a competition now that can that Carlo can really go about targeting for next year?
3: I, I think it is, but I think they're going to have to prove in their you know their league status as, as first and the ball they're going to have to try and get out of Division Four you know get get into the tree and start playing a, a higher standard of football because you look at the Westmead I know Cavan came over, but Cavan were a team only a couple of years ago that won Ulster so they, they were the favourites for the Taliesin Cup but Westmead proved they're playing at a you know, higher grade than Carlo and they, they proved that they deserve to be up there and deserve to win it so I think it's about getting improving in the league getting out of Division 4 you know, holding your your division for the next couple of years, and that will be something in mind to, to you know a big target for the likes of Carlo to push on and try and get up there and win that exactly, Sinead
0: Definitely, some, definitely something to to aim for. And um, listen, Willie, it's been a pleasure as always chatting to you. Uh, very much looking forward to uh, those games at the weekend as well, kicking off the uh, the Carlo Senior Football Championship. Look, no doubt I'll be speaking to you again soon anyway, Willie. But look after yourself, and and I'll chat to you again soon.
3: Well, indeed, thanks, Shane. Thank thanks you. a
0: million. That was uh, Willie Quinlan there, of course, Carlo, football legend. I want to take a quick break now. Coming up after the break, then I'm going to be speaking uh, to uh, Sabrina Kelly uh, right after this quick break. Full time on KCLOR, with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at LaHartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartzVolkswagen.ie Full time on or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahard's, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Lahard's Welcome back to the show. Now, my next guest, along with her son, Shane, uh, have undertaken an epic journey this week, travelling the length and breadth of the country. They're going to be visiting all of the GAA county grounds in just six days and all to raise funds for Temple Street. And I am delighted now to be joined by Sabrina uh, Kelly, who, along with her son, is going to be undertaking this journey. It's actually already begun. Sabrina, how are you keeping? Hi Sinead, how are you doing? Thanks for having me Not at all, um, listen Sabrina I, I kind of mentioned it there in the introduction you're going to be visiting all of the different GAA grounds all around the country just before we kind of get into that maybe just kind of if you wouldn't mind just giving us a, a sense of, of Shane uh, just telling us a little bit about your son and a little bit about yourself as well if you if you don't mind yeah of course so um,
2: myself and Shane are both GAA mad now I mean mad we're between whether it's an under 13 C championship game or an all Ireland final we're there shouting on the sideline so Shane I suppose he when he was born he spent a lot of time in Temple Street and he's turning 18 this year and I was kind of thinking I'd love to do something to mark his birthday and then something he's so passionate about is the GAA so I kind of wanted to intertwine those to try and do something to mark his birthday so we started our county to county trip as I'm it, yesterday morning and we're just finished day two now literally just there about a half an hour ago so yesterday we visited um, Corrigan Park in Antrim, Port Gessler in Down, Athletic Grounds in Armagh, Healy Park in Tyrone, Celtic Park in Derry and McCool in Donegal and then Today, we've done Brewster Park in Fermanagh, Skinchernooks in Clonus and Monaghan, Birthney Park in Park, Sean in Leitram, and Leitrim, and Markvitch in Sligo. And we're doing all the GAA grounds, but when we were at home, like we're, we're from Sligo, when we got this far, um, Shane's other passion is Sligo Rover, so our local soccer team. So we went to the show grounds in Sligo then as well this evening. So we've two days on, four to go, and it's just been a brilliant trip. and Like I've said it so many times, I'm I'm involved in the GA myself. I still play football and I coach football, and the GA community—it's just amazing. Like they've just got behind us so much, and I couldn't be more grateful for. You know all the help we've got along the way, and I'm looking forward to the next four days.
0: It's absolutely brilliant, Sabrina, and uh, I think actually, like you, could be one of the very few people in the country that can say now yourself and Shane that are going to be able to say that you've visited every single uh, GAA county grounds in the country. Like you know, I don't think too many. I know there's a lot of people out there that claim to be the biggest GAA fans that there are, but I don't (laughs) think that there's too many that uh, that have managed that feat.
2: Well that's the thing, you know, and I've I've met so many people over the last two days and they've all said to be like, jeez, I've been to a lot now but I haven't been to them all and you know, I've been to twenty or I've been to twenty five and I suppose look at by come Friday evening, we can say, Well, we've definitely been at all thirty two so we'll go to all thirty two county grounds and then we're finishing in Coke Park. So we're doing Parnell Park and Coke Park in Dublin on Friday evening so finishing in Corker then at about half six Friday so it'll be it's been really busy but it's been so enjoyable like Jesus people have gone above and beyond and you know like we've got such a reception at every ground we go to and we've had players past and present meeting us and you know know, county board executive members coming to meet us and get photos and you know it's just been so generous and yeah it's just it's it's far exceeded anything I ever thought it would um but you know there's in in a way like it doesn't surprise me I said i'm so involved in the g a and they just it's just been brilliant, Do you know everybody has just rode in so much and it's far like an excellent cause like Shane unfortunately was such an ill boy when he was born, and he had a really rough start in life, and I couldn't be more grateful for temple street so like, it's such a fabulous cause we we're raising money for and like I set out thinking you know any few pounds at all we raised would be amazing but it's just it's gone above and beyond I just can't believe you know how generous people have been so it's just it's fabulous and like we're back home in Sligo now this evening and we're starting in McHale then tomorrow morning in Castlebar. so it'll be we're heading down towards Munster then and then for so tomorrow we're doing Galway Roscommon starting in Mayo sorry excuse me Mayo, Galway, was and Clare and Limerick and then we're starting in Kerry then on Wednesday and then we'll be in Kilkenny and you're next to the woods Kilkenny and Carlow on Thursday and Leash. So it's just been, it's been, it's
0: been amazing. I know it's, uh, no, amazing, it's amazing. it sounds great. Clocking up a lot of miles yeah. there. I'd say you would have had to put yeah. the car in for an oil service before uh, you took uh, off. Well, <laughs> you know, that's the second thing. I did. I had to do that last week,
2: and you know, so I I couldn't be picking it at a worse time with the price of diesel, but you're looking onwards and
0: upwards. <laughs> all all worth it though. Um, as all you said, for it, yeah. for a great cause and such a special experience for your your yeah. yourself and your your son to share as well. Before I let yeah. you go, Sabrina, um, yeah. I I know you mentioned there you're going. Being Kilkenny on Thursday you're going to be in Carlow as well are you on Thursday yeah,
2: so on Thursday yeah we're starting in Nolan now we're there at 10am in the morning now I was speaking to a couple of the Kilkenny players I may be bringing it forward a little bit earlier to do those lads for work so we're doing Kilkenny Tipperary Carlow Leash Kildare and Offaly on Thursday
0: all in one day
2: all in the one day oh yeah. fair play
0: no it's going yeah, to be brilliant yeah. but but I, I did want to ask you as well I know that you yeah. were saying massive fan of Sligo Rovers he's a he's a Sligo yeah. man but he yeah. does have a special place in his heart for Kilkenny what's the name of oh. your dog tell us the name yeah. of your dog
2: Mary Joseph Shane of Kilkenny Mad so the week of the All-Ireland unfortunately they didn't do the job but anyway we were there in the Hogan roaring the on so that week we got a new dog and the dog came home and the dog was named TJ
0: the dog was so, named TJ after okay, Shane, the legend oh, after
2: the one and only the legend that is, is TJ Reid so Shane absolutely loved him now we've been to Nolan before and we've seen TJ in the flesh many times and we've been to Ballyhale games and he's just yeah he, just, he, he is a real soft spot for Kilkenny he loves them all together so
0: that's brilliant. Um, that'll
2: be a special trip now. They're all special. We love them all but had, you know, there's a couple of pictures that he was really looking forward to and Nolan Park is definitely and, one
0: of them. And Nolan Park is one of them, yeah. And I saw yeah. just on, on the GoFundMe page lots of uh, photographs at the end of yeah. the, the page and uh, some shots of TJ and Colin Fenley and uh, yeah. all of the, the Ballyhale lads seem to, yeah. um, you know, give Shane a really warm welcome. Well, look, Serena, yeah. I wish you all the best with that. We're going to put the link to the GoFundMe page on, uh, on scoreline um, and that'll go up just after the, the show now um, but just while, while you're still on air there if you just want to um, let people know how they can get on to the page and how they can donate and any other support that they might be able to offer you if you want yeah. to go ahead and uh, and talk about that now
2: so yeah so look well first and foremost the like the GoFundMe page it's just it's GoFundMe.com forward slash county to county trip so county T-O county trip um, and, like, if, if, for me, like the support is if there were people, you know, that could be there to maybe meet us at any of the pitches or anything at all. Not that I'm expecting, you know what I mean? But, you know, if you see any few people at all at the pitch, it's great to see. So, as of now, we're in we're in Nolan at, at 10 on Thursday morning, and then we're hitting for Carlow. We're doing Netwatch Cullen Park at 10 past one on Thursday then as well. So, yeah, it's, Brilliant it's stuff. been amazing. And, and thanks so much, for, for having me on. It's been. Not at all, Sabrina. It's,
0: it's been, been lovely. absolutely lovely chatting to you. I'm afraid that's all we have time for now. But as I said, I'm going to put that link up on Scoreline. But pleasure talking to you, Sabrina. And I'll, I'll chat to you again soon brilliant, thanks again. thanks a million that was uh, Sabrina Kelly there um, herself and Shane her son are going to be travelling around to all the county grounds GAA grounds in the country over six days that's the end of the show thanks so much for joining me on Full Time uh, Uncary is up next and I will chat to you back here next week Full Time on KCLR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Harte, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie.